Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to a reaction show. Uh, we're mainly going to talk about the the big game, the City Liverpool game. But you know, I will we'll try to see if we can cover some other things as well. But thank you for joining. And of course, with me on the show, we've got uh, two people back from our previous show. So it's because we've got a bit of consistency there. Um, in case you're wondering, yes, this is not because of what happened on Saturday. Uh, you know, I didn't just lose all my hair because that uh, this is a choice, as I say. Uh, but yes, the, you know, uh, it is it is pretty appropriate actually in some ways after what happened on Saturday. A lot of people probably pulled their hair out uh, after what they saw. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we've got uh, we've got Gaurav on the show with us. Gaurav, welcome back once again. Thank you, Roy. It's always yeah. good to be on the show. Yeah, I hope you're doing well after after yesterday. I hope you had a chance to calm down, to breathe, and uh, you know, to all of that. And by the way, yes, and Gaurav actually pushed for this show to happen. And I think it's because he got his prediction right. So he kind of wants to gloat about that. He got that 2 2 draw. I think it was the one, the only one who picked a draw. He got it right. And I think Gaurav. It's 2 2, right? Yeah. Yeah, you did pick 2 you did pick the uh, 2 2. And uh, Shaswat picked it as well. Everybody says Shaswat. But yeah, it's actually you were the first one to say that. Yeah. So yeah, then I, maybe there's some reason. And of course, we've got Kanea back on the show as well. Again, uh, Kanea, welcome. Yes. Thanks, the, thank you, thank you. Is it is it is it a hot summer already there in India? Because you can see you wearing the tattoo. Absolutely. Uh, so. yes, Absolutely. Yes. Okay, 42 right. degrees. 42? Is it 42? Yes, yeah. around 40, 41 in Bangalore. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, that's that stuff. Yeah. I'm in Canada where it's like uh, 12, 13 degrees right now. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, so anyway. your hair your haircut says otherwise, but okay. Cool. I'll believe it. Says otherwise, but uh, yeah, no, it is. It is a, it is a, well, by, by that logic, your haircut doesn't say that it's summer over there either. So, you know, but at least I'm, I'm wearing a tank top, so it's fine. Are summer patterns, yes. But anyway, anyway, we got a few months before summer is here anyway. Uh, so, anyway, let's get into it. Let's talk about the game. Uh, it finished Manchester City 2, Liverpool 2. Uh, Gaurav, do you think the point gained or two points dropped from uh, City's perspective? Definitely, definitely two points dropped. I think like uh, two or three clear cut chances. Obviously, we're the better team. There's no about it, I think. Uh, I personally didn't expect Liverpool to play that way. They kind of sit back and wanted to absorb the pressure. That doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but as I said, you know, there's still lots of matches to go and was was the pre post match conference by the managers. You, could, you think that they felt the same way as well? Like both the teams are going to probably drop a lot more. So anyone could. Win the title, but yeah, definitely two points lost. Definitely, yeah. I would say. I, I think gonna drop points. So, can I, I mean, I don't see where City are gonna drop points. Liverpool, of course, have got to play Spurs, I believe. Still, I think that game is still left, so maybe they drop yeah. points there. But other than that, I you know, I don't, I, I don't see because they play Chelsea, they played each other now, so I don't see where else, uh, you know, City or Liverpool can drop points. Maybe one game, and that, and I mean, even, even Wolves, I think Wolves is a tricky fixture. Both of them play Wolves away. Ah, uh, you know, I don't talk about this. I mean, Liverpool always seem to like, you know, beat Wolves, trouble every team except Liverpool. I think Connor Cody has got like a soft spot for Liverpool because he was their player. I think Connor Cody is like, yeah, sure, Liverpool, yeah, go ahead, take a goal, take a couple of goals here. Um, I think that's Connor Cody never plays well against them. That's just, yeah, anyway, I've watched them play so. Um, but I don't know, maybe, maybe Wolves might be a tricky fixture, but I don't think they'll drop there. But um, yeah, I mean, can I, did, uh, do you agree with Gaurav? I mean, just in terms of the, the way that Liverpool played, because they looked a little bit subdued. Uh, they looked a little bit I think not Liverpool. I, I think the first half, you know, uh, was like something of a, a reminder, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, for them. For I think Liverpool, like it, so, like I, mean, I said this in my in, in the previous show as well. The, um, uh, it was City. City can sit back. City can you know easily score a goal and sit back and 
you know, getting a point for, uh, from this game is good enough for them because they're still leading. Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, at the end of the day, they're still the favorites and they're still leading by a point. Eventually, that's what matters. Uh, Liverpool had to do something. They they tried. It didn't work. First half looked like as if they were sleeping. Like for a team which is like like you know because you're comparing the best here. So for a team that works that way, it's it's definitely not kind of helped. But Liverpool second half, I don't know what Klopp said to them. The way they came back, it was like amazing. It was like just watching them. Uh, like watching like the old Liverpool, like in a way, like a, a game before where they were dominating and stuff. And City, like I think. I think Pep didn't like the fact that they, they they kind of conceded immediately, and he 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 would have been like just don't concede immediately, just just hold on for 15 minutes in the second half, and we will control this game. But Liverpool being Liverpool, and you know, the, the, I would say the the both teams went ahead like head to head on different time like different time zones. Like there were there was a period where Liverpool was like. On a ramp, they could score any moment. City dominated a major part of the game, but I feel that City comes out the happiest out of it, and also the fact because they, they almost will play them two times more. Like they will play them in the FA Cup, and they might also play them in the Champions League final. So Pep has that psychological advantage in that sense that he did not lose to Liverpool. But and for Liverpool, it's more it's more pressure because now. Of course, you know both can't drop points like any. We don't see any game which kind of they they, they drop points here, but still it's it's still City leading, and that is pressure enough for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that will be. I mean, yes, there's still two more games potentially. One more game, definitely two more games potentially to come. So we'll, we'll of course have to keep an eye on that. Um, God, do you think uh, City missed uh, Ruben Diaz in this one? Because I think John Stones, of course, was at fault for the first goal. Um, the, I mean, I know there's, I know Ruben Diaz is someone who divides opinion a lot, and uh, we don't have Siddhant here, as you could tell us exactly what he thinks about uh, Ruben Diaz. Uh, but uh, do, do you think uh, perhaps they, they missed him in this game? Not really, you know, apart from those two chances that they scored from, they didn't really create a lot of chances. And I think uh, Walker was kind of uh, responsible for that uh, money goal. Yeah. In man market. Uh, Diaz, one thing with Diaz is that he knows, you know, how to set up the defense, you know. So you can always see him giving advice to his teammates, you know, especially the center backs and full backs to push forward, play a higher line, what to do. So you kind of miss that thing, but I wouldn't blame it on John Stone. So they did good enough. Because, I mean, this was Liverpool. I could be the second best team, right? Not really. Arguably the second best. Who's the second best if it's not Liverpool? I was talking about Europe. Oh, Europe, Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they are now the second best team in Europe as well. I, I, I mean, you know, I had hopes for Bayern. I had hopes for Real Madrid, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that anymore. But uh, yeah, I think Liverpool. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, it's a good point that you made that Diaz does organize the defense. But if Diaz is on the pitch, maybe those two chances don't get considered as well. Sometimes it's the fine margins, right, in these sort of games where you get that. Uh, sort of thing uh, happening. Uh, Ganea, um just continuing on the city team. Kevin De Bruyne uh, is he now? Is he? I mean, he probably should win the Player of the Season this year uh, award. But uh, is he, in your opinion, the best midfielder, attacking midfielder at least in Europe right now? Absolutely. Like he, he, he's, he's, he's giving Pep a striker, a midfielder, and like a, like all in one. He's, he's like, he's, he's the goal scorer. He's also the one who assists. And yeah. 
and so he he's arguably the best like and, and you you could see the you know uh, if you've seen how messi how players around messi feel you could actually feel that around kevin de bruyne in this game like you could see how many how many defend defenders he would attract immediately like they're trying to like almost push him off he's like just fall <laughs> and but then he's that strong as well like that's that's his other like that's his other amazing trade that he's so strong he can just kind of rub them off as well like the like the 92nd minute that that attempt by i think it was roberts or matip trying or fabinho trying to stop him or trying to tackle him in a way and he still gets out and gives a pass to and then you know mares uh, you know tries a wonder goal but then he misses but then that that move at the 92nd minute even then he has that intensity it is says a lot about his character i would say and i think he's brilliant he's one of the best uh arguably the best i would say in europe i nothing comes to my like okay i i i i, I don't i don't even know how to compare to compare him in europe i'm thinking luka modric uh one do you put busquets barca franky dion but then you don't see them scoring these many goals and making such attacking threats he he's he's just next level and i, I think pep just gets i thought thomas pep just gets Thomas Müller does yeah. an attacking midfielder these days. He was a striker at one point, but just there's an attacking midfielder now. Maybe the closest, I think. And that's that's the only one I can think of. Thomas Müller. I don't I don't think I can think of anybody else either. So yeah, he's a very all-action midfielder. I mean, he's almost he's almost as good as Bruno Fernandes was in his prime. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course, I'm joking. Before somebody clips this and makes it a meme, I'm just joking. That's not what I mean. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful to watch uh, Kevin De Bruyne in full flow. Uh, I do think that uh, he's he's. I, I always feel that he's he used to create a midfielder I think he's added more to his game over the last couple of years he's become more efficient more effective um uh, if it was that possible if that was possible he said he found another gear I just hope I just I just worry for him. the only sad part is that uh, you know like Messi in a way and you and you compare him to Messi uh, he plays for a team like Belgium where that doesn't really have the the resources to really I mean I know they have a talented generation but I just feel like they they're not in that same wavelength uh, sometimes when he plays for Belgium so sad that he'll probably never win an international trophy uh in his career but i mean that's also so it is uh so it happens but uh got to talk about liverpool um one of the problems is is salah's form a problem for liverpool right now because he hasn't scored for a while he looked a little bit anonymous in this game as well as most salah so you know the standards are a little bit different but is it a concern for liverpool going into this business end that you know they've got their main man is not firing for them definitely is i mean like he has won the match single and that like Found ten or fifteen games in the last years itself. That he's won all by himself. So definitely, and I also think that you know the contract talks is kind of like a distraction to him. Maybe maybe it's not sure whether what's going to happen in the future. That maybe that's having an effect as well. Uh, I think uh, you know Yota is in a very good form. He's always he always looks like he's going to score goals. I know, just like think of the Jota, isn't it? Like almost like every game he scores, I, I, you know, it's a miracle he doesn't have thirty goals. I think he probably still has about twenty or something. I think he should have thirty because I, I, every time I see him, he scores a goal. But sorry, to yeah, definitely, yeah. But but uh, with Salah, you have you know that he has the kind of ability. You know, most of the teams have to you know put two men for him. Like you have to always double mark him, and that kind of gets that extra space for leaders or you know. someone is playing as a striker and the teams are going to notice them so the you know top managers will notice that he's not that kind of um, kind of solve some major issue for them so yeah they will definitely this is serious for 
yeah yeah for sure i think um sorry can i i think it's more like yeah i think i think it's more like for for it's an, it's an advantage like that shows the class of liverpool right now uh their main man mosala is not performing but then they're still not losing i would say that speaks more about klopp than mosala right now mosala can have a dip like you know the world cup of course transfer talk I and mean, all the all the contract negotiations that would be on his mind but he's a professional he's he showed that, this, that these things have never mattered to him like they don't affect him in football when it comes to school scoring i would just simply say that the others have just been more brilliant they're making the moves that they're, they're allowing him to be the assister like to be because like it's kind of you, you can compare him to kane right now but kane is also assisting he's not scoring but he's assisting a lot of goals it's more like the system everyone knows he's the main man but then that leaves mane and jota a lot of space and and i this is this is classic liverpool and i would say klopp right now he knows like salah won't he's not he's never out of form salah in my mind it just like it's like you know he he will he's just not scoring that's fine he's never out of, he's not playing bad it's not like he's 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 missing single touches or not passing he's making the runs he's 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 causing the defense the problems he had chances in the game as well he could have closed but then he did he didn't score but then he did he did impact the game so i feel that mosala is more like and that's and that's that's the plus one as well right? you want you want your player to kind of feel that there are you you are being challenged as well if because mosala is the only man he it's more like it's more like club being dependent on him in a way uh so i think that fact that that goes to again the squad depth how club has been working so i feel there is there is much more of solar we, we 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 still kind of have to we 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 have to see there's more in store i would say yeah well now well, uh, the good thing for liverpool is of course as kanya uh, said i mean they've got other players as well they've got uh, jota they've got mane they've got luis diaz as well the bench uh, the other good news of course for liverpool is that they've got the game against benfica coming up in midweek before they play city again so you know chances of warm up because that game is almost that tie is done at this point i think they're pretty much confirmed the semi final spot So um you know it's a good chance for Isola to play and get some of his form back uh, as well and you know to use that as a game as well to prepare for 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 what is going to be another another round two uh, on Saturday that we're going to come for uh, so uh, looking ahead uh, Gaurav would you make any changes for that Saturday game I mean of his injuries and all of that permitting would you make any changes for the for the Saturday game from City's point of view I think uh, Mahrez has to come in that team Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus scored that goal, and he's uh, he works really hard. But I still feel Mares is you know are the best attacking option that we have. He scored the most goals this season for us. So I can see Pep starting Mares in this game, and maybe in the FA Cup game as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm talking about the FA Cup game. I think the Atletico game is what it is, and I'm sure he's going to think about tactics for that. Poker is suspended, so you'll see uh, you know Cancelo on the right and. probably ak on the left. so that is the only change i expect right yeah. for the for the to the champions league game right yeah, so the game. fa cup game walker will come back probably okay yeah um can i do you see any changes from liverpool for the saturday game not about the champions league game but the saturday game i mean against injury permitting all of that assuming everyone's fit saturday do you see do you envisage any changes that he's going to make the club's going to make i think Lu- i think luis diaz starts i would say uh, i think he takes out jota for uh because he would want him to play champions league and then because i i just have a feeling that he just wants to he doesn't want to take sala out and doesn't want to take mane out for this end of the run so he'll keep uh, rotating uh, the third one 
uh, Firmino, uh, Jota, and amongst Luis Diaz. So I think Luis Diaz comes in in my mind. Uh, what, what's going to be very interesting is I think Firmino needs a rest in my mind because he he felt I felt that he was he was the weak link in that whole Liverpool midfield. I felt they were the first goal as well. That how easily was he was brushed off. And then, you know, of course, the deflection is a, you know, that's that's lucky. But then still the way you, you can't leave Kevin De Bruyne. He can't drop you like that on the left itself. Uh, also, it's not a, he went on the right. He was covering the right and he just went on the left and he, sh- and, he and he went and had a shot. But then, yeah, that's, that's what I see. Yeah, okay, Fabinho. Fabinho dropped. I guess, I wonder who would start if you take Fabinho down. Because I, I um, well, do they have a CDM that, that, that you think they could start? But Fabinho's form is a concern. Um, a little bit of season. He looked exhausted. Yeah. I think he looked exhausted from the start of the game. Mm. Kevin De Bruyne, you know, like pressed him and got ahead of him a lot yeah. of times. Yeah, probably, probably Henderson. Yeah, Henderson will start as a DM. He will then Thiago and Gita. Yeah. yeah, the other option, of course, is to rest Fabinho for the Benfica game. You don't have to play him, but then he gets a week off where you can kind of recharge yeah. his batteries and maybe come back for Saturday. So, anyway, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, obviously, yeah, that'll be another game. I don't think we'll, be do, we'll do a preview for that. It's the FA Cup. You know, we don't bother with the FA Cup previews. But I might do a reaction show for that after the game. So, we'll probably do one of those. But, uh, yeah, uh, on that note, uh, uh, of you're a man of the match for this one? I would say Kevin Depper. That's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah, uh, Kanea, you have one? I think in my mind it was uh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Or, or like, like, he just comes on and does that. You know, as well, like he 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 was he was trusted. Like he's not started Raheem Sterling, and you know he, I think Jesus has proven that he's a big match player in my mind. So I think I felt that that run was spot on. And like Cancelo, I I should have given this to Cancelo, but then like you know a ball bouncing in front of the goalkeeper, and you were like okay, and just kind of making the target. I would say that that was a beautiful goal. I I would have said Mares if he would if he he would have scored that final goal, but then the last touch. But then yeah. Uh, I, I think it actually took a deflection. Really... Like uh, you know, nobody saw that. I was showing the replay, and the Paris chance was a deflection. Oh, okay, okay. There was a, there was a slight deflection deviation that took it away as well as tested. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't even get a corner for that. Oh my. Oh, okay. Well, will that oh, okay. will that miss slash deflection be the ultimate uh, difference maker in the title case? He will be that responsible is. because he missed that penalty in the you know away game as well. Oh, of course, of course, yes, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Well, we know. What do you think So we know who to blame. We you... get their twentieth title now. So we, we know that it's just Real Madrid, isn't it? Um, but anyway, we'll give an eye. Well, I mean, it's, it's two points dropped, as Gaurav said. I think Liverpool will be happy with the point. I mean, it's away from home as well. Liverpool, I think, uh, got the point. They got that away. So, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the title. This will be interesting. Uh, what do you think? What do you think, Roy, about who is, the, as per you, the man, the the player of the game? I think it have to be Kevin De Bruyne. I don't think you can look past Kevin De Bruyne at the moment. I think um, he's pretty good. Uh, did a lot of, uh, I mean, obviously, a lot of good stuff in the game. He, he just looks on it at the moment. I think there's just there's something about him right now that he just looks on it. Uh, he scored the goal against Atletico as well, uh, you know, which could be the decider as well. So, he just looks on it at the moment. And I think he's in the kind of form that he is. Actually, he was carrying an injury since the start of season. He gave an interview like four or five weeks back that he had a Niggling issue, which was, you know, kind of holding him back. And he was, was in his back of his mind that he's going to aggravate that injury. Maybe that thing is gone, right? Yeah, maybe, you know, sometimes you just need a little bit of time to just recover and, and you know, have that and, and recover fully. Just play on your mind, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, Phil Jones has been carrying an injury for four years or five years, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, so sometimes, you know, <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. But no, but it's good. It's uh, yeah, I think we have to pick Kevin De Bruyne. So that that be mine as well. I don't I don't like to pick the same sometimes, but in this kind of games, you kind of have to just acknowledge that that's the way it is. Um, I I almost feel tempted to give it to Jota, but then the thing is, I do as he scored. As he scored that goal, and I almost seem to win a goal, but no, I think it's got to be De Bruyne. Uh, all right, let's talk about the races. Uh, we'll talk about the top four races as well. Um, and we're talking specifically about two teams. Uh, got Arsenal two losses on the bounce. Um, just like just when when we're talking, maybe it's done. Maybe they're now safe and home, home and dry. Like this is in their hands. Um, still in their hands because they still have to play Spurs. But um, that's a wobble, isn't it, for Arsenal? And again, uh, is it is it a, is it a case of a team that's you know probably has put too much effort in the last few games and is now kind of you know receding? Or do you think it is more a case of the pressure getting to them? As I said, Rohit, uh, in the preview show as well, uh, they have an ex- inexperienced team, even an inexperienced manager. So that is showing right now. And if you see their fixtures, they still have to play uh, Chelsea, again, mm-hmm. United, West Ham, Spurs. So let's take four tricky games. You never know. I mean, yeah, you could say that United is not a, really a tough game, but you never know which United will turn up. Maybe they'll drop points. Well, kind of United, Arsenal. Yeah, no, no, please finish. Sorry to interrupt you. You know, you also don't know with Arsenal. They, they look like a brilliant team who are going to finish in the top four. And then you all of a sudden, they seem to be you know, struggling and then goes on for four or five games on the court. So you never know with Arsenal as well. So if you, I look at the fixture, I think it's going to be tough for them finishing in the top four. And that inexperience is showing for them right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you said which United will show up, I was wondering if you meant Manchester United or Newcastle United, which United will show up. But no, I, <laughs> they have to play Newcastle yeah. as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're playing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know which United that they're actually playing on the day, they might not know. But uh, yeah, Newcastle United are in good form, by the way. You know, they make fun of that, but they actually are in good form right now. But talk about Arsenal itself. Um, can I, I mean, was it is it at the end of the day? See, they didn't sign anybody in January, even we all thought they would probably try to sign someone in January. They didn't. Um, now there's of course uh, admiration to be made about not making a panic signing, but do you think not signing a, that 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 decision to not sign a striker? Um, do you think that's now finally coming home to us? Because Lacazette doesn't look like he's going to score an open goal from play. I think if you play if games are 180 minutes into 90 minutes, I don't think he will still score a goal. It just doesn't look like he's 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 a, he's, he's a striker anymore. I think I think what's happening now it's it's, it's a classical example of like he would have wanted somebody like I know who Arsenal wanted. Yeah, Blauvich. Uh, we, we all know. We all know mm-hmm. who they wanted, and this is this is, I think, Arteta's way of telling the board, you know what I'm what I, when I told you to get him, and you know it would have broken some salary packages. Everybody would have been pissed and stuff, but then I would not have had to deal with this now. You, I don't have a striker, and it's it's and and this is how it builds, right? You 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 need a squad. To win titles or to kind of get positions, you need a squad which works, which actually stays and kind of uh, you can bank on. Arsenal, like as 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 Gaurav has rightly said, they're they're a new squad. They're completely they're like they don't have experience, and they and they need to get an experience. Like who who does who does uh, who who does Arteta replace Lacazette with? He doesn't. He, he he can't like he he only he can only think of increasing his midfield and kind of asking Martinelli to kind of go up front alone, and that's that's a problem. You can't see you can't you you cannot you know uh, play for uh, finishing top four and not having a backup in a way. I know they've had bad injuries, but then the whole squad does not look the the, the squad does not look experienced enough. 
and that that will kind of this is the this is the, this is the business end of the season as we always call it this is where you kind of uh, will finish will not finish happens now you 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 play 33 games that has resulted to the fact where you are but then you can very 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 easily drop points and then be out of top 4 top 6 and you know you're looking at 7th and 7th and 8th is not good enough in premier league if you're if you fall from 4th which they like from top 4 if where they are so i feel our arteta is kind of feeling the pressure and but then the, he 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 has been backed but then this is of course the fact that they didn't get the striker that they wanted yeah i mean well i don't think they'll finish lower than 6th at this moment i think they've done enough to not finish lower than 6th i think um six nine six six only because maybe west ham the thing with west ham is of course it will depend on how far they go in the europa because hopefully they can uh, get a good result uh this thursday and then the, of course the big game against barcelona west, yeah, west, west ham play arsenal as well yeah west ham play arsenal as well but i'm just the, the thing the thing with arsenal i'm looking at the fixture lesson is either mm-hmm. they're playing a top six team or they're playing a relegation candidates will be fighting for their you know to save that position they want to play like they're playing uh it's Everton and Newcastle. Mm-hmm. That those games will be tricky as well because they would want to stay out the relegation. And the North London derby at the end, right? Yeah, there's a North London derby as well. That's first. Yeah, yeah but what he meant was that yeah, they're either playing top six teams or they're playing yeah. relegation candidates or they're playing Manchester United. Uh, you know, mid table team. So that's what they're doing. That yeah, I just I, yeah. Anyway. um yeah but that's that's what they're doing at the moment uh but yeah but, but the fixture list will be i mean i, I guess leeds and everton might be easier to assess just the way that they play might suit them uh, against leeds and everton but the west ham the the what's the third one uh, newcastle newcastle i think might be tricky It'd be interesting one i want to watch but then the others uh, with the west ham and uh, spurs i think and this was chelsea they must be tough ties uh, as, as to see as well as to what will happen there so it's not over yet for us no hope that it would have been done home and dry but i think now that they put themselves in a position now where they will have to um try and fight their way out of it but we'll see what happens speaking of it spurs um got conte comes out says i'm going to leave this club and it's like because i might leave this club and everything and now all of a sudden the team responds and they've got the two or three wins on the bounce they're, they're doing well um scored four as well in this game which was fantastic uh Yes, I hate to do it because we talked about Arsenal this way, so I don't know what the way to say it. But are they now in pole position to to qual to to get fourth? And and would you be would you be disappointed? I mean, just right now where they are, would you be disappointed or surprised if they missed out on top four from this position? I definitely think I uh, I think player to player wise, I think if you match one on one, I think Spurs have the better team. They have more experienced players. The players who could probably play for this Liverpool or even. Manchester City side, you know, Arsenal don't have that kind of players right now, mm-hmm. and they also have an experienced manager. And I would say the only problem Tottenham ever had was that consistency. You know, they like win four or five games on the trot, and then go on to lose three, four games, like trot to two. That is the thing. Conte maybe wants to, you know, get away with it. He's probably improving that thing right now. And, I was really think that Spurs Spurs is going to take that fourth place. They have kind of easier fixtures as well. I think they have the right kind of players in the manager as well. Yeah. Um and again, uh surprisingly surprise surprise they actually signed a couple of players in January and that helped them build their squad depth. Yeah. Somebody or some other teams didn't do that. Um can I get it uh, uh, to talk about Conte itself. Is is he I mean 
obviously his goal would probably be to get top four for Spurs and then build from there. But is he also think? I mean, is he thinking as well in terms of if I get top four, then I get better, you know, maybe better quality players in some. I I have that position to say I want better quality players in some. Is he thinking that way, or do you think he's just thinking, well, I just need to get top four right now because uh, that's you know that that's my uh, mandate with the, with this with this group. I think his he, his top four is more important for him. It's not it's not about what he gets because he's clearly understood that there are going to be defenses. He's not going to get what he wants uh, from Levy. Uh, and he needs to live with it. He can he can either like the the press conference that he did like it was like I'm not good enough maybe maybe they just they'll just like maybe I'll just leave maybe I'm not good enough and stuff and you know the bounce back that we've seen whenever like that, that it's like it's like a goal machine right now it's like whenever Spurs has the ball they look dangerous like Kulusevski. Son and Harry Kane, they and Benton Course in the middle. Hoybier, come on, we've not spoken about these players ever, and they're, they're playing as if they're like a top four side. And I think they believe it. I think this is the first time that Spurs have kind of felt that this is their chance to get back because, like, they've been there. They've 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 not consistently been, and and they've been worked. They've been worked really hard. Conte is a hard taskmaster. It's like he he wants them to kind of suffer in a way. I feel it's top four. It's it's for them to lose, and I don't really know how Conte will react or how that press conference goes uh, when he if he doesn't make the top four. Uh, and I think more more than that, I feel the fans are finally backing him up. Like, fan the fans can see like if you give him time, how what's the what's the level of uh, consistency he can get in? Like, they're scoring five four for the last three games, right? So it's it's kind of also feeling that you know, there's a, and that's kind of the feeling there. But they they have they have they've got the they've got the kind of the they they know what they can achieve if they kind of just keep this up, like scoring five against Newcastle, four against Aston Villa, three against West Ham. Yeah. So these these are not these are not small teams. These are really good teams as well in the Premier League, and you know, they've. So I feel that the uh, top four is what he will be aiming for. He, I don't think he uses as a leverage to kind of because you now he's also shown what he can do with players. Like if, if he got, if he gets two players, he's almost revamped the whole side. Doherty is playing like a different player right now. Okay, he's, he he might be injured and he might be out of for the rest of the season. But then Region is kind of Region was starting him. Doherty starts one game and he does amazing, and then Region doesn't get a spot back. So. That team is right now fighting for its own. Uh, like players are fighting for their own spaces. I would say, uh, Mora is not getting chances. Uh, you know, he, I think he's pretty much locked up in the front three: Kulusevski, Son, and Kane. Uh, but then, like Mora has been, he's not been bad. He's he's been scoring, and I think, and he he gets uh, uh, the 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 Dutch player uh, Bergwijn. So Bergwijn is the is the is the famous uh, sub who comes on and scores a goal out of nowhere. Uh, as well, so but but see, so these these are changes you can actually see in the game that Conte is big, beginning to get. It's going to be very interesting to see if he stays and or if he gets the players he wants. So because I think that's also a big thing. So but top four could be something that cements the fact that he stays. 
Yeah, I just wonder if he gets top four, he's gonna say, "Look, this is you didn't give me the players I wanted, and this is what I achieved. Yeah. I'll give me the players that I want, and I'll show you what I can do." So maybe that maybe that might help. Um, let, let's take a quick look at the table uh, because I didn't want to uh, discuss on that. So right now, uh, Tottenham. Now, of course, there's a little bit of uh, you know games not being equal, but Tottenham right now fifty-seven points. Um, and for humor's sake, I will include Manchester United in this, even though I don't want to. But they're on fifty-one points. That's six points. Um, Gaurav, in your opinion, what is the number of points that you think is going to secure top four? How many, how many more? What What is the magic number? Is it 65? Is it uh, 70? I, mean, I don't think 75 is needed because there's only you know six games or whatever remaining right now. Uh, well, seven games. Seven. seven games to go, let's say, uh, for, for that. So what's, what's the number? What's the magic number? Uh, in number? I, I, I think Spurs need to get at least uh, five more wins. Five, five wins out of the seven and definitely going to finish in the top four because I can't see Arsenal winning all of their games. I I I might you know say that United have a chance if they do get better and they perform well because Arsenal's fixtures are very tricky for me. I think they are going to lose at least a couple of games from here. Like Chelsea game is going to be tricky. Yeah and then got Chelsea they've got Spurs and then got Spurs, yeah that's yeah um, West Ham, Newcastle, you know all tricky games. Yeah, Spurs have got seven games. You said five wins because when there's seven games, they've got to play Leicester and they've got to play Liverpool and they've also got to play well Arsenal. Uh, so they've got Leicester, Liverpool, and Arsenal still to come for them. Um, and so basically, when Leicester probably is, is one that they might expect that probably is the easiest of the three ties, so they might think that they could get a win there. So as long as they can beat Leicester, because then they've got Brighton and Burnley uh, and Norwich, and I think you know, Brighton, Burn, Brentford, not Burnley, Norwich, those should be wins. You would hope yeah. that they wins. So as long as they beat Leicester, I think they can afford to lose to Arsenal and, and, and Liverpool. Maybe that. Do you agree with that, Kanaya? I think 15 points should be enough. I think I think it's going to be the last match of the season, the North London derby that decides who goes top four. Well, that's not the in last. In my mind, that's like the second last. Third. That's still the third last. Game. Isn't that isn't that the last game? No, no that's not the last game. Oh, sure. At the moment, no, it's May 12th. Now that has been scheduled for. So and there's still two more games to play after that for Spurs. They're going to play Burnley yep. and Norwich. But that will uh, be the game. The Arsenal game will probably be the last tricky fixture. Yeah, yeah. So, but then, yeah, I thought that there was the last game, and that's because they rescheduled that game, right? I they had to reschedule it in a, in a way. But, but I feel that it, it's, I think fifty, I think fifty-seven. They're, they're fifty-seven right now. So, and to Arsenal is should be enough. Seventy-two is what yeah. think is the magic number. I think that's too. I would say sixty-six is good enough right now. They just need to. They just need. I would say they just need to get. They don't. They can get draws as well. In my mind, I feel that it's 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 just it's just a pressure game right now. Arsenal has the more trickier fixtures. Like even Spurs knows that. So Spurs just kind of needs to just not lose because they're ahead. Like still, it's just a. It's like basically Arsenal win and Spurs loses a game and you know. But then. Arsenal has a game at hand, so this this is going to be very interesting, I would say. But in my mind, it's it's very clear that Arsenal has much trickier fixtures. It it seems unlikely that they will finish top four in my mind. Yeah. So if if, if, if to compare all of the fixtures, you know, United, uh, Arsenal, Spurs, and West Ham, I think Spurs have the easiest fixture of the lot. Even West Ham have they are yet to play Chelsea, they are yet to play City. Mm-hmm. Those two games that you'd say. Yeah, it, yeah, it does look like Arsenal probably have a little because Arsenal they've got to play they still got to play Spurs they've still got to play Chelsea so you'd expect that those two games will be tricky for them um, those might be losses actually for them uh, and then well of course we said that Spurs could afford to lose to Arsenal as long as they get the other wins 
So I do feel 70, I think is probably the magic number. That's what I'm thinking because that's 19 points. Uh, that's 16 points. From yeah, maybe four, four wins and two draws is enough. Four wins, four wins, that's what I'm thinking. 70 is probably going to be enough. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, in, I think that's, yeah, let us know in the comment section what you think is the magic number, but I think 70 is the magic number that as long as whoever gets there, I think if Spurs get there, that, that's it because that is still 19 points ahead of what United need, which means United need to be perfect um, and I don't, that's just not going to happen because they've got to play Liverpool and they can afford, they, they can't afford any losses at this point. Um, and then of course, they've still got to play Arsenal, they've still got to play Spurs. So, no, they've got to play Spurs anyway, they've still got to play Arsenal though. Uh, so yeah, it seems, it, it seems Spurs had one foot in the door, I think. Uh, but I mean, of course, yep. things can change and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But that's interesting. Final point, though, Gaurav, um, you mean Son. Uh, underrated, unambitious. What do you make of him? Because uh, someone who probably should be playing at a higher level than he is. Yeah, definitely, as I said, you know, when I said that uh, Spurs have players who could get in with Liverpool or City side, that's what I meant. Son and Kane. And he should have left Spurs a couple of years back, I think. I just read Walker's interview, you know, uh, two or three days back. He said that when he first moved to City, and the things were completely different, and he lost. We lost our first preseason game to something called his dad back, and he said, "I think I made a wrong decision, but everything changed in two weeks." So uh, maybe that is something what Swan should have done. It could be, you know, being compared to Kevin De Bruyne or being in that category right now. He was playing for the City side or yeah. Definitely an opportunity must have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's played the Bundesliga as well, before, so he could have you know moved abroad as well. But yeah, it's just sad. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, maybe you know, maybe maybe if he if the Spurs can somehow win something in the next couple of seasons, maybe they'll be vindicated. Like Kane, right? They'll be like, yeah, well, you win one or two titles with the with the club you love. There might be something more. But anyway, we'll see what happens there with Son. Uh, we'll see what happens with the race as well. Let us know in the comment section. What do you think? What's what's going to be the magic number? Uh, for uh, for for this uh, for the top four race, what do you think is going to be enough to to get you top four? I, I'm thinking 70. Goro's thinking 72. Kaneya uh, is thinking 66. So where are we at, right? Uh, you know, let us know. But 66 might actually be enough as well. The things that we are going, but I think 70 is probably the the number that that is that's needed. Um, right. And I think uh, when yeah, I mean, uh, we'll just quickly touch on the relegation uh, thing as well. So just a quick note here as well. Again, we'll go back to this as well. Um, so Everton won. Burnley lost, surprisingly. Uh, Norwich won. Uh, Watford kind of are struggling. So, uh, and of course, Leeds did also pick up a win. So, they're kind of getting there as well. I think Newcastle are probably safe at this point. Um, Gaurav, do you think this is the week where we might say Burnley, that's it? Adios? Or do you think there's still some things left? If you look at the table, you would say, like, I expect Everton to stay out of the delegation zone. So, that is the team they are fighting against. Probably. So, yeah, I would say this is kind of, they are going down with what for them. Yeah, it just looks that way, Burnley. Uh, same thing in Kane, how many points? Uh, do you think do you think Everton need any more than they have? How many points do you think they need? At the moment, it's it's, third, it's at the moment, it's, it's weird. 28. 28 and 28. Um, so, sorry? I think Everton need more. I think, I think Everton need at least seven more points in my mind. Uh, from at least they need they, yeah from and they have they have they have a couple of games in hand so um, I think seven, Burnley, they don't have any on Burnley at the moment the only ones they have is on Leeds so yeah. exactly and Watford and Norwich so I'm just I, th I think it's uh, even for Leeds as well so I think but in my mind I think uh, they, they need to get around 35 to 38 points uh, 10 points from the end that, that's pretty much clear 
Um, so I think that that that's that's in my mind, kind of where uh, Everton get gets saved. Bala, what do you think? I think I think you know, uh, looking at the kind of fixtures they have, things might change in like four, three or four games. They play Leicester next, then Liverpool, then Chelsea, and then Leicester again. So yeah, it's very difficult to call it right now, but uh, they should survive. I think they need at least ten more points. Okay. Yeah, because I think it depends also on how many Burnley get. Because if you look at yeah, Burnley have kind of easier fixtures when you compare them to Everton. Well, now it was an easy fixture, and then they kind of lost all that one. So yeah, uh, yeah. Right now, I think yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I know they were they also got to play Aston Villa twice. So I, I'm thinking 35 sounds about right. Uh, probably, but 35. And there was a time when we used to say 40 was the magic number, but I think now we kind of come to 35. That's that's just what's happened. But yeah, I think 35 sounds about right. But um, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll keep we'll keep an eye on those things because those are we've got three very exciting races, three exciting two team races. We've got uh, City and Liverpool fighting out for the title. We've got Spurs and Arsenal fighting out for top four. Uh, maybe West Ham as well. You can add to that as well, fighting it out for top four. And then you've got the relegation candidates as well. So a lot to think about. So, but on that note, thank you so much, Kanaya. Thank you so much, Kaurav, for joining me and sharing your thoughts today. I think I think this was one of the more analytical discussions that we've had today about like lots of different things as we get to the end of the season. I think this has been wonderful to have your thoughts. Uh, Gaurav, all the best for, for uh, well, this week, for the Champions League, and then, of course, for Saturday as well, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I should say hopefully. Do I want you to get the results that you want, that, that I want you to get? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I can't say that. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't say that with, with, with all sincerity, but all right. Well, hopefully you have a good week, whatever that means. Hopefully you have a good week. And, you know, it could be football in terms and other things. But Who do you want to win among uh, us and Liverpool in the FA Cup. Oh God! Can you both lose? Is as possible? <laughs> both teams lose. Like, honestly, no. What? No. Um, I would like Liverpool to win uh, because I think Liverpool will lose the title. So it'd be nice if Liverpool won the FA Cup, City win the Premier League title. Good enough. No, neither team wins the treble. That's what we're used to. We've become the Arsenal of the treble now. Arsenal, like, oh, we don't want invincibles. It's like with me, no, don't want anyone to do the treble. So you know that that's where it's at. So yeah, Liverpool win the win the FA Cup game. City win the win the title. Uh, and then, of course, you have maybe and both teams that they could both just lose to Madrid or Bayern or whoever, um, you know, in, in the in the semis of, of quarters. If if Atletico can do it, even better. But I think at that you got. But I think you know we we'll have to wait till the semis. Yeah, I, if if there's a Champions League final, God, I don't know who I want to win. Then that you can ask me then at that point. But uh, yeah, anyway. But yeah, you know what? Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's it's a good week for you, uh, God, uh, whatever whatever that means. Uh, and same thing for you, can I have, I mean, yeah, we've got a, we've got a break now, nothing, nothing until Saturday. So yeah, we can just rest and enjoy. Well, you know, you got, uh, you got to watch Barcelona playing in the Europe. Barcelona playing. Yeah. As well. But anyway, thank you so much for joining me, guys. Always appreciate it. I, I, I have a feeling, right, that United is going to turn around, you know, tight from this match, from next match. You have a feeling? I have, you have this gut feeling. Thank you. Uh, well, that is very kind. I, I was I, when you said it's gonna turn, I was like, yeah, sure, it's gonna turn. How many years are we talking about next match? That's okay. Right, next match, it's cool. But thank you, thank you. Well, I hope that happens. I, we all hope that. I will not be all, but I hope. Even Degia wants that happen. Even Degia is waiting for that. You know, I do. Okay. Feel, you know, there's a sneaky feeling I have that because Spurs and the fourth part, I just have a sneaky feeling that United might just get it because Spurs have this habit of like, you know, making things easier for others and then falling out. So we we'll have that sneaky feeling that it could happen. But honestly, I don't know. I, I just don't see where it's going to turn from. And we might have to have a separate video about that as to how that will turn. But at this moment, I don't see it. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to make this uh, United-centric, to be honest with you. This was like, this is too much. I can't deal with this right now. Uh, Gaurav wanted to talk about it, but yeah, we couldn't. But anyway, uh, thank you, Gaurav. Thank you, Gaurav, for that positive note. You are the most optimistic 
uh, United fan at the moment. You're not a United fan, but you're the most optimistic person around United. Uh, you know, so I, want, I want United to beat Liverpool. See, there's always, there's always, there's always an Ethereum motivation. It's going to turn around from this week, I tell you what. Uh, well, of from United fan, don't don't have that hope. Just don't have the hope that it's going to happen. Just let City, City, all they've got to do is win their games. Let them win their seven games that they have. No, that's it. Don't, don't, don't think that Liverpool are going to lose to United. That's not going to happen. Liverpool might lose to Spurs, might drop points against Spurs. That, you would hope for that. That's what you could hope for, but don't have any hope. Uh, but anyway, on that note, if you enjoyed this video, and if you enjoyed Gaurav's uh, comment right at the end there, please do smash a like on the video. Also remember to share and subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, follow us on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we always appreciate your support. Have a good day or night, whatever time you're watching this. And uh, well, we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.